Welcome to episode 180. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 180, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome back. We are still talking about the fifth stop on the mountain of God, and that's being endued with power. And we left off at 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. There's a lot of ands in there, and I'm not even going to start teaching on this specific verse because I want to move on. The number one thing that we have to do is we have to humble ourselves. If we don't humble ourselves, nothing else happens. If they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, there's a lot of things that we need to do to get the Lord to act and heal our land. But I want us to go to... John 8, 25. In John 8, 25, we're going to see Jesus came. Remember, we we know, and, and you probably already know this, but Jesus did not come to earth to live. Jesus came to earth to die. He came to live a perfect life, but to die a death that neither you nor I could die. Remember John 3, 17, Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So Jesus came, and he didn't come to do his own thing. He came to build the Father's kingdom. And that's what you and I, if we're going to imitate Christ, we need to build God's kingdom. It's not how many Baptists we are or how many First Assembly we are, or how many Presbyterians or Catholics, or it's not the denomination. We are not here to build our denomination. We are here to build the kingdom of God. And Jesus came to do just that. And I want to read John 8, 25. Then they said to him, who are you? And Jesus said to them, just what I've been saying from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do those things that please him. And I want you to hear what God said about his son. The first thing that God said about Jesus. And this is in Luke 3, 21. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved son, and you I am well pleased. God saw his son baptized, and this was the words that came out of God's mouth for everyone to hear. You are my beloved son, 
in you I am well pleased. And then you see Jesus in John 8, 29, and he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. Just in case this is your first time to this podcast, we have to go to Hebrews 11, 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Jesus never sinned. He never messed up, but he always stayed in contact with his father, which was in heaven. God was so well pleased because Jesus walked by faith and not by sight. If we are going to imitate Jesus, we have got to start walking by faith. And I know, I know it's a lot easier to talk about than it is to do because it is difficult to walk by faith. Now, I want to remind you of Matthew 7, 13, and 14, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Now, Jesus did not say that it was going to be easy. And Jesus did not say that you were not going to have anybody persecute you. In fact, you can look to the church for your persecution. I am amazed. And I'm telling you, I've gone over this multiple times, but I am amazed at how many in the church pull their stinking sword out the Bible the sword of the spirit, they pull it out. And the only time they pull that thing out is to start stabbing you and I. Start stabbing people that are in the body of Christ trying to walk by faith. And they say stupid crap like, and I know I'm not supposed to say crap, but they say stupid stuff like, well, you know, that that's a word of faith guy. And that, I'm like, a word of faith guy? How are you supposed to do any? How are you supposed to walk in faith if you're not a word of faith guy? Now, that doesn't mean that you just walk by faith and you just say, oh, praise God, I'm just believing, you know, name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. You can't just go out there and go get anything that you say by faith. That's not how it works. You say unto the mountain, be thou removed, and do not doubt in your heart, but believe those things you say. You shall have whatever it is you say. And I know I probably barbecued that or chopped that up, but you've got to say it. You've got to not doubt it. You've got to say it and believe it, and then, then you make him move a mountain. But I'm telling you, it fires me up, and if you can't tell, when people start talking about this faith movement, how are you supposed to please God? It is impossible to please God without faith. What are the people that aren't a word of faith people? How do they please God? We do not war against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. That is Ephesians 6, 12, as best as I can do by, by my memory. We have four enemy principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness. Those are the four things that we're to fight. We're not to fight one another. We're not even to fight unbelievers. We are not to take our Bible out and beat unbelievers over the head with the Bible. We are to love God and we are to love people. If you love people and you love God and you walk through this life 
people are going to be drawn to you because they were drawn to Jesus. And I go back to the Jesus pattern where he healed, he preached, and he taught. That is the Jesus pattern, and I'll put it in the show notes somewhere in this episode, but it is Jesus, when he walked on this earth, there was a pattern to his ministry, and he preached the gospel, he taught in their synagogues, and he healed all manner of sickness and disease. And if we are going to imitate Jesus, we need to preach, we need to teach, and we need to heal. And I know some of you have thought, well, let go. It went that healing stuff went out with the apostolic. There ain't no, Jesus never said nothing about no apostolic, and that's man. That is the doctrines and traditions of man have made the word of God of no effect. Somebody a whole lot smarter than me has come up with this apostolic period and has determined through a bunch of good intentioned deep thinkers that everything went away after the last apostle died. And there's no more apostles. And I'm not here to argue or not whether there's an apostle. Don't know, don't care. But Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Paul said, you're going to come to me with words. I'm going to come to you with power. And the reason that we're having this discussion today is because I believe the church has a huge power shortage. And I believe part of the problem is all we're giving them is the gospel. All we're giving them is this salvation. We're just going to get you to heaven, brother. We're going to make sure you make heaven, sister, but we're not going to help you while you're here. What we're going to do is we're going to beg and we're going to plead God to do something. That is a victim mentality when we start begging God to do what he's commanded you and I to do. God didn't tell us to put people on a prayer list, and now I'm going to start meddling and I'm going to start make, stepping on some toes here. And I don't. And I, I just want to apologize up front. I'm not saying you can't put somebody on a prayer list. I'm saying that Jesus didn't say put people on a prayer list. Jesus told his disciples, you heal them. He didn't tell them to pray for them. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Freely you've received, freely give. He didn't say nothing about no prayer list. He told his disciples to heal them, and that is what we are called to do. Now, here's the problem, is I've put my hands on people, and they have not recovered. I have, on the other hand, put my hands on people, and they have recovered. What's the difference? Not sure I can tell you. I've got some ideas. Again, I will remind you that this is me, Greg, is an imperfect man with imperfect actions following after a perfect example. I am trying best as I can, based on the word of God, to follow after Jesus. Do I do it perfect? No, I don't do it even close to perfect, but I don't make excuses. What I want you to understand is it's not God's power that's the problem. It is not God's power. It is not God's word that is not working. It is Greg and how I apply this word And it's called personal responsibility. And if you don't mess up, then if you think you're going through life perfect, then you never may have to make any kind of course correction. But when you mess up and you pray for somebody and they die, and I've done it multiple times, and I'm telling you, it takes something out of you. And it really makes you do some soul searching and God, what? I know it wasn't your word that was wrong. What did I do that was wrong? And I'm telling you, it hurts. And that's why most people don't do it. 
I'm never going to blame God when something doesn't happen right. I'm going to blame me and my understanding of the word. I think that that's called humility or humbleness. Not Maybe it's arrogance, but I know that it's not the word's problem. I know it's not God's problem. I am confident that it's Greg's problem, and I am digging in. I'm praying. I'm seeking. I'm trying to figure this thing out, and I want to encourage you the same way. I want you to have the same success that Jesus had. Remember, one of our key scriptures is, is John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Those were Jesus' own words telling his disciples, which who, by the way, are you and I, if we abide in his word, that it's to our advantage that Jesus not be here, but that he sends the helper. The helper is here. Jesus has sent the helper here. We need to learn how to ask and seek and listen to the helper. And I'm going to stop there. I'm going to pick this up on the next episode. God, I thank you so much for your word. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have never left us. And I thank you that you don't mash us, Lord, when we mess up, especially me. You know, God, that I stick my foot in my mouth on occasion, (laughs) multiple occasions. And God, I thank you so much that you really love me and you really guide me and you help me. But God, I thank you that this listener is just like me. It is a child of the king and you love them and you will guide and lead them as well. Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name that you would lead us into the truth about the power that resonates from God, that comes from God, and that you can manifest through us. Holy Spirit, we don't claim to understand it all, but we ask for you to help us. We thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.